With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The topics and opinions expressed on the following show are solely those of the hosts and their guests and not those of W4WN Radio, its employees, or affiliates. We make no recommendations or endorsements for radio show programs, services, or products mentioned on air or on our web. No liability, explicit or implied, shall be extended to W4WN Radio, its employees, or affiliates. Any questions or comments should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for choosing W4WN Radio. Welcome to Success Secrets Exposed with Sally A. Curtis, where we share stories of challenge, success, and inspiration, along with practical tips and strategies to move you forward to your success. And now, here is your host, Sally A. Curtis. Good evening, good morning, and good day to you all, and welcome to another episode of Success Secrets Exposed. You're in for a treat today. I've got a very, very special guest coming on to talk about fitness for men as well as age management for men. So do stay tuned, uh, ladies, um, because this is a great way that you're going to be able to support your men and find out a little bit more about what's going on behind the scenes for them. So for those that are new to the show, I'm a content repurposing whiz for speakers, authors, coaches and consultants and it's my role to help them turn their current content and existing collateral into two years worth of social media posts for example to help them increase their visibility, their credibility and their profitability. Effectively I help them turn their existing content into new profits. Now today I'm excited to share a guest with you, Armin Eckelberger. Now Armin works with men that are 40 plus to help them give back control of their life by helping them improve their health, their physique and their mind. He actually helps them finish their day energised so they can spend more quality time with their spouses, their family and on or on their passion projects. Now he has worked with thousands of people over the last 30 plus years, both personally and uh, corporately. And he's actually found a method that works for everyone, not just the majority. He's actually also a certified national exercise and sports trainer and personal trainer, a corporate wellness consultant, and he's worked for 17 years uh, with the top fitness organisations such as Gold's Gym, Australian Body Works and LA Fitness. He's also a pro bodybuilder and an age management consultant, which was the thing that intrigued me. So please help me welcome to the show, Armin Eckelberger. Hi. <laughs> good evening. How are you? Uh, doing good. Doing good. It's 
Good. Pleasure to be here. <laughs> Thank you. Well, I've, as I said to you when we uh, when we met a little while ago, I'm really really curious to explore um, this whole concept of the, um, the 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 personal training and the um, I suppose the fitness as it relates to men, um, and yeah. the fact that you've discovered a method that can work for everybody. So, can you share with the audience a little bit about your own personal backstory, please? Okay, well, I, uh, I've been involved with fitness. Uh, I played sports in high school and went to college and couldn't continue the sports because just didn't make it there. But I wanted to continue to take care of myself. And so then I got into some weight training. I was very small. I was 120 pounds as a senior. So, uh, you know, I wanted to make some changes. And so weight training helped with that. And as I started doing it, I wanted to continue it. And so I just evolved doing weight training and learning more about nutrition through my, my life. And uh, then I got more involved with fitness organizations and stuff like that. Uh, but then as things evolved over time, I had a lot of success in that. Um, <clears throat> the aging process started to kick in. Mm-hmm. And this is my, uh, for me, it was in like the mid forties. I'm 58 now. Yeah. So it was like, Hmm. And I, I really didn't think about it much. My wife started to comment on it. She's like, you know, this aging thing sucks. And I'm like, well, okay, but I'm not sure we could do a whole lot about it. So, but you know, I was pretty successful with what I learned how to do. So I started making changes with my, you know, making additional changes to my current lifestyle. I was noticing that things weren't working as well as they used to. And so then that's like, all right. So then I started doing more deep diving into how the body ages and then just over a period of the last um, 12, 12 years, maybe 13 years, been a student of that and then adapting as I learned more. And then I started helping other people with it on top of that. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, it's it's interesting, isn't it? You sort of, I, I remember for myself, because I'm in my mid fifties as well, you sort of, yeah. you know, 30 something's easy, 40 something's okay. And then you start, start to creep towards that 50 and then yeah. it just suddenly does this drop off and it's like, what the heck? Um, and you do have this suddenly, I've got to, you know, what am I going to do? And it's almost that panic as to, you know, uh, what do we, what do we do next? So from a, um, and this is a cur- curious question from the perspective of the, you know, w- uh, women and men, what's the diff, what's the difference that you found, um, obviously starting with your wife, making that, th- making the comment as all wives will do both for themselves and for the men. Um, right. What do you find the differences between the sort of perspectives around um, the, the fitness and the aging process as it relates to men and women? Well, aging is you know basically inevitable, but there's certain things that make you age faster. So that's one of the key things I've realized. And because I was able to maintain my fitness level with my training and my nutrition, it helped me, in my opinion, I helped my wife a lot. So uh, the things that start happening is your energy systems aren't mm. the same. Your recovery starts to be different. Yeah. And it's real easy to gain weight. So uh, and I, I didn't have a ton of those problems, but I had some. Mm. And it was like, okay, what can I do to improve this? Um, and, you know, I had to start from scratch. I made a lot of stupid mistakes as far as, you know, wasting time. You, you can waste a lot of time with this stuff. So, because I'm a guinea pig for everything I do for my clients. I test it on myself first. Yeah. And then based on that, I can explain to them, well, this is what happened to me. 
So I would just say from a, you know, a guy's perspective, they just kind of go with it. Women tend to fight it more. They tend to like, well, what else? They're a little bit more into getting creative, but, you know, maybe it's, it's different, uh, you know, like some of it's real simple, like Botox and cosmetic type things. But at the end of the day, they, they, they're more keen to it and guys just kind of roll with it. But there are some guys that, you know, decide, Hey, I'm going to relook at this. And so that's kind of where I was at. It's like, well, what can you do? Yeah, and I think the big thing, the key, and you've just said some really great key, um, key, I suppose, keys, words and key curiosities there is around that, you know, the energy, um, the energy uh, systems change. That was a yeah. really significant one for me. And I've just been doing some uh, physical labour in the garden and you said the word recovery and it's like, yeah, I got out of bed this morning and everything was a bit like, oh. Uh, so yeah. that recovery becomes very different. And that almost sort of sneaks up on you and sort of almost explodes in your face and you don't realise it until you're yeah. actually going through it. So what can, um, I suppose, what can we be looking at and what what is part of some of the things that we can, um, that we should be doing and can be doing to help with that energy um, as well as the recovery side of things? Well, there's a, there's a lot of approaches you can take depending on, uh, you know, how you want to address it. So, uh, one thing that I would strongly recommend to everybody with the, the way that technology is, is get extensive lab work done yep. that can check all your hormone levels along with the other uh, the other statistics that you need, like your glucose and your you know, cholesterol and all these liver function, kidney function, these kind of things. Typically, when you go to a doctor, they're going to check those things, glucose, liver function, kidney function and stuff like that. But they're never going to, they don't typically check the hormone levels. And hormones are the messengers that tell your body how to operate. So when they're not functioning at an optimal level, you're not going to function at an optimal level. So an example of that is when you're in your 30s, mid 30s, or maybe even late 30s, you're pretty much bulletproof. You don't really worry about a whole lot uh, if, you're, if you've been taking care of yourself. It's like, yeah. you know, you're, you're good to go all the time. Yeah. It's when you start to notice the, the changes, which are subtle. Your hormones decline typically 2% a year starting from the age of 25. Okay. So when you're in your 40s, you got about a 40% loss, and that's in a perfect world with you know no stress and you're eating good and everything being normal, which that's, that's not typical okay. at this day and age. So, And you're seeing a lot more incidents of uh, declining hormones, especially in males. And a lot of that has to do with their lifestyle factors, too, because uh, it's different than you know, 40 years ago. So mm. that's another thing I've kind of learned and realized um, because of convenience of processed foods and, you know, a lot of sugar and, and these things are going to they're going to age you faster. Too much alcohol and not getting enough sleep. These lifestyle factors like that where you're having a lot of fun, which is fine. I get that. But you need to be making sure if you want to get more out of life that. You're doing some things to help protect against having your fun time. So, mm. and there's a lot of parts to that that can be adjusted and improve, you know, your energy and especially with nutrition. Nutrition is critical. And then supplements that they have now um, can help. And then obviously sleep is critical. And so I'm a student of that now as well. So on top of that, if your hormones are not functioning properly, they have good technology now to where you can correct that and correct it uh, in a in a good sense so mm. and that can get you know it's, it's not as complicated as you may think it is 
but it, it is somewhat technical depending mm. on the medical professionals you're working with. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I I will just expand on that if I can, um, just from a blood works perspective because I've uh, I've got a girlfriend that works in the um, the fitness area and she sit got me to go and get the bloods and things done and trying to for me here in Australia trying to find a doctor that was supportive mm. of doing these extra tests and allowing me to have that information to pass on to the next person that can read it and understand it and help me interpret it like yourself was actually a challenge so it is um, yes the technology is there but it's also about finding the right people to support you to get the the use out of the information that you're able to add to attract um, but um, critical uh, critical and very insightful when when you do so one of the areas that you also talk uh, work with with these men that are over 40 is um the, as it relates to that struggling excess belt, uh, belly fat uh, which is generally uh, yeah. it's generally the dig in the ribs uh, that, that happens from the wife around that so talk us through um what's going on there and how 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 you actually work with them to to reduce that well that's that's nutrition now yeah. hormones can help with with that process, but you know, nutrition is what's the most important element. And so what happens over time is you know, your lifestyle factors, depending on what those are and how you're eating, if you start consuming too many carbohydrates, mm -hmm. uh, that's one of the key things that happens. And so when you, carbohydrates are designed, carbohydrates are sugars, they're designed to go into the muscles in the liver. Okay, and that's what they do, that's where they're stored. But what happens if you're not burning that energy off? Uh, so when you have excess carbohydrates, they have to go somewhere and you're only gonna excrete so much, you're only gonna burn so much. So that gets stored as fat when the insulin comes up to process the carbohydrates. Mm -hmm. So the bigger problem we have in the world right now is if you're consuming a lot of carbohydrates, your insulin levels stay pretty elevated. And when they stay elevated and then your, your energy is also affected by that as you're as your glucose levels are starting to drop, you have insulin hanging around to have more energy. You obviously want to eat more to keep mm. your energy level up. So you have to manage insulin uh, in a good way so that it works for you, not against you. So with you have a lot of insulin floating around, you have insulin resistance. Insulin resistance means that the body can't break down all this glucose the way it needs to. And then that's going to lead to elevated glucose readings and then to eventually pre, being pre-diabetic then it goes to diabetes. That's why we have a huge diabetes problem. So to get rid of belly fat, you got to learn to burn fat as your all day energy system and not rely on the quick energy of carbs and sugars. Mm. Sorry, I've just, I've just written down there a beautiful phrase, your all day energy system. So talk <laughs> Yeah, that 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 makes sense. That's easy to understand, and that's easy to comprehend. That that's different to what you've, um, the, what we are currently doing. So just expand on that a little bit more, if you can. So you to what you have to do, you got to convert your quick energy system of sugars and carbs. You need to convert that over to using fat as your energy system, which is ketones. So you have the way you have to do that. You have to really reduce your carbohydrate intake down to what I call a detox period. And that's typically eight to 10 days where you do minimum carbohydrates. Because mm -hmm. what happens is you're gonna drop your insulin all the way down. Mm. So once the insulin's all the way down, the body's like, hey, we need energy. Mm. And so the body starts figuring out, okay, what are our other energy systems? And that's when it starts pulling the ketones. Okay, so you, now you're burning fat. 
Yeah. Now, the thing that people need to realize is, you know, you can use keto as, a, as an idea, which, we're, you know, we're talking about that to, to some degree, yeah. but you can't do keto, in my opinion, based on work with my clients long term either, because you do need carbohydrates to for the gut microbiome. So mm -hmm. I'm in, I have what's called a carb cycling strategy. So I stay low carb for a certain amount of time, depending on how lean I am or I want to be. And I have carb reload days and those yeah. carb reload days will replenish the muscles and the liver with what it needs to maintain things. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Thank you. And that was uh, I, 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 what you touched on what I was wanting you to touch on there, which was the, the gut, uh, the gut health side of things. Because yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we see we see that sort of thing happening with, you know, we try something and then we wreck, we, we muck up something else. So it's about having that correct balance and understanding how to work that balance from what i'm hearing yeah you, you, when you start taking foods out of the system again we're talking natural food and processed food you don't really want that anyways that's just from you know have every now and then at the best but when you start taking foods out of your system that affects the gut microbiome and that's going to affect your immune, your immune system and other processes that uh, your body needs to work with so that's why you can't just go one direction and stay yeah. in that direction so with carb cycling you, you as you get leaner you have carbs more often because you'll need them to reload the muscles in the liver. Mm. But when you're not very lean, you don't need too many. And yeah. one thing that we'll say here is that when you eat protein, people don't realize when you eat protein, even high quality protein, you only absorb like 40 to 50% of the protein. The rest of it is converted to glucose. So you're getting glucose anyways when you eat protein. Mm. And people don't realize that. And so yeah. that's why you can have protein and fats and still have a good amount of glucose in your system. Mm. Which is why people think they're doing the right thing, but they're actually not doing the right thing because it's it's uh, they've got that, it's already there. They're actually overloading it. Is that what, what I'm hearing there? Yeah, well, you, you're, you overload it when you, when you have too much. Too much. You know, and, and to be realistic about it, I mean, three meals a day, depending on your lifestyle is probably way more than you really need. Okay. So that's another thing people need to kind of keep in mind. Do you really need three meals a day? Wow. Um, okay. Cause there's plenty of science showing that that's really not that critical, especially if you're using fat as your energy system, mm. I mean, that's stored energy in the first place. Yeah. Oh, you've challenged me on that one. Cause I'm, a constant <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not dealing very well with that. <laughs> Well, I mean, it, it's it's a, you can still do three meals a day, but there's a lot of I've done I've done all kinds of techniques and like you know, I do a full day fast one day a week, and I'm a yeah. bodybuilder. I was uh, just look say, at yeah. like I got three eyeballs because I'm you know I don't eat any food for 24 hours. Yeah. But yeah. there's a lot of benefits to that. Yeah, yeah, I will I will say I I, I am challenged around the the the, the food intake because I'm uh, very much like a Labrador. I like my food a lot. Um, I'm going to say I hope I eat mostly the right foods, but we will we'll just put that one to the side a little bit. Um, but I have um, I have actually fasted on occasion. I don't do it regularly. I wish I 
no, I should get round to doing it again because the the difference that your your body feels afterwards uh, for me was was significant. Um, so I do understand that side of things. And as you've said, I'm far from uh, an optimum performance uh, individual. And certainly, as you are um, with the bodybuilding and those sides of things, if you if somebody that's at that peak performance side of uh, things can do it and gets the benefits from it, I think that in itself is a lesson that there's there's more for us um, individuals like me to actually know and understand um, really sort of it, 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 tips on that. Let me say this on fasting. The way you make fasting easier is you, you, you're you in a low carb state, okay, because you're going to be burning fat. So the way I do a, a fast, for example, a 24 hour fast, I mean, you yeah. can do 16, eight and other things, but and I'll explain the benefits of a 24 hour fast. But the way I do it is I'll have my last meal, say at 7 p.m. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I don't have any more food and then I wake up, you know, my insulin is going to be low, you know, maybe an hour or two hours after that. So I'm going to be burning fat and then I'm going to wake up and still burning fat. And I just have coffee, tea, water. So I've got some, you know, some stimulants there, some energy. You don't necessarily have to do it that way. That's just how I do it. Mm. And so I, I'm really busy and I get a lot of stuff done, but I'm not worried about stopping and eating. I just mm. give the fluids, stay hydrated. I don't take any supplements on that day. And I'll explain okay. why. But mm. then around seven o'clock, I'll have a meal. And I'm going to have what I want to have at that meal. I'll have my carbohydrates, proteins, whatever. And I feel good. But yeah. I don't crave anything during mm -hmm. that 24-hour period because of the way I set it up. Yeah. So let me just highlight the benefits of a 24-hour fast. Fasting, what they're showing right now is when you go into that state, it's a little bit of a stress state. Okay, It's called hormesis, which basically means what doesn't kill you makes you stronger as an example. But this... <laughs> little bit of stress that you're going through causes the body to cannibalize and eat up excess proteins that weren't digested. So that mm. clears out any excess. Mm. It also helps to get rid of senescent old cells that aren't doing what they need to be doing. They're not functioning properly. So this can help with cancers, what they're, they're mm. stating now. But yeah, that's still under study. But the body will cannibalize these cells because it uses it, use it for energy. Mm. Then on top of that, it starts to affect the bone marrow because of the mild stress and starts to stimulate stem cells. So now we have new cells that are stimulated. And again, it's not huge, but again, we're talking about small amounts. Mm. And then you just you start feeling better. So mm. and you're clearing out the insulin is staying down. You know, you're clearing out your intestinal system. Everything's clean, getting cleansed there. So I, I like it. I think it's a great thing. I think people uh, should consider doing it you know, once a week or you know, periodically to just help clear out their, their system. Yeah, that that makes better sense. And I think if I look look at myself, the stress factor is the fact is the stress is all in my own head uh, because we all know that if we're sick or unwell that we might not eat for several days. I've, I've had periods like that, whereas the, the stress and the stuff yeah. going on in my head, it's a different, it's a different conversation. So it's all mm -hmm. self, in my, in my case, self-inflicted in, <laughs> in that scenario. Um, but um, you've, you've talked through, I understand that now, and it's just getting getting those sorts of things right, which is good. So let's talk about um, if someone's starting to do the right things to lose the, the, body, the body fat um, mm -hmm. in the right ways. Um, they've also done their comprehensive blood work. 
So I suppose I'd like to ask there, is there some commonalities that you see as it relates to the blood work uh, findings that come back? Um, and then uh, I'd like to sort of talk about the, the resistance training because you used a word, oh, I can't remember it, as, as scarcipotes. Oh, sarcopenia. Yes, because that was a word I'd never seen or heard before. So if we can sort of talk uh, uh, lead into that, that would be great because that was something very. You want unique. me to lead, lead lead into that now, or? Yeah, yeah, that'd be lovely. Okay, okay. So sarcopenia is basically what ends up taking us out over time. It's it's muscle wasting. Mm. So as we age and our hormones continue to decline, you, you you lose muscle tissue, and you lose muscle tissue anyways because of the the steady decline of your bodily processes and things like that because of the way the cells are rebuilding and things like things that go with that. So yeah. sarcopenia starts getting worse and worse. And you'll see with people who are, are older, all of a sudden they're getting leaner and leaner. So what yeah. happens is they're burning their muscle tissue up and typically not getting enough protein is going to cause that. And when people start cutting back on their protein intake for different reasons or different beliefs and things like that, that's what gets them in trouble. So, yeah. You want to have resistance training to keep as much muscle tissue on your body as possible, okay? And that minimizes sarcopenia and minimizes muscle wasting, but you do need the protein, quality protein intake, because like I mentioned before, you're only going to absorb 40 to 50% of that protein. Mm. So, and the protein is critical for your enzymes and all your body processes. That's what you have to have, and you can't survive without it. So mm. sarcopenia gets worse and worse, and then it, it cascades to the point where you start with dysfunctionality. You don't have the strength to move and things like that. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah. And that and that I did Google it quickly to get an understanding of that. And I remember when my uh, when my parents uh, got older, we, they went into a nursing home because my mum had yeah. a stroke um, and we were filling out the form. And one of the nurses said to said said to us because there was quite a number of young 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 people um, in the facility as well and one of the things she said yes if people can't get up out of their chair themselves then they generally have to go into a high care environment and it was like yeah. but wow and that comes back to that strength and that muscle fading and obviously core and those sorts of things um, but that was what why I found that um, I wanted to talk about the the muscle fa uh, uh, muscle evaporating yeah. or disappearing and stuff because I think that's such a critical thing that you know you can you can get out of your chair with that rocking as you see people do um, but then all of a sudden you can't um, and by that time it's too late so what can we do as and understand as preventative me measures so thank you for sharing that sure so let's let's go back a little bit to some of the common things that come up in um, the blood tests, okay. and then how you utilise that information into all that you do to support these men um, get their optimum health and physique physique back. Okay, so when I have comprehensive blood work done, uh, once the lab results come back, I have two different medical groups that review the lab work, mm -hmm. and the purpose of that is to determine what the corrective protocol is going to be to get them back into optimal range with everything that's not in optimal range in the lab work. 
<clears throat> so, for example, a simple one that most guys can probably relate to is if your testosterone level is low, then we can correct that. We can do it a lot of different ways. And, you know, I recommend doing the natural approach as much as possible. But if that's not working, then there are uh, prescriptions that can be done to help get it back into optimal range. You know, testosterone is very vital for man uh, for every a lot of their uh, processes. So, and there's two types of testosterone. You have free testosterone, you have total testosterone. But there are other things in that lab work, like estrogen, which is called estradiol for men. If it gets elevated, it starts to what's called aromatize with the testosterone and bind with it. So you don't get as much free testosterone. So you don't have that energy, that normal zip, that recovery. Mm. And another thing that that can do, it can cause your sex binding hormone globulins to get elevated. And that also binds with testosterone. So these things can shut down a guy's ability to even use the current testosterone that they're making. And there's things you can do to correct that. But mm. unless you know that, you're just going to be on the struggle bus. So mm. and that's what happens. Now, there's other things like, uh, you know, your uh, IGF-1, which is your growth hormone release. That's also a critical, critical thing to be checking to make sure it's staying at a good level because growth hormone is important for your other bodily processes. Mm -hmm. um, then you have uh, DHT, you cortisol. So you have also hormone precursors. The hormone precursors like pregnenolone and DHEA sulfate, these help you to make hormones. And so if, they, if they're low, you may just need to take some of that to bring your testosterone back up as well. Uh, and they're over-the-counter type of supplements that you can get pretty easily, but people don't know this. And so mm. once, once we get the lab work back, the two medical teams review it, and then we put together the protocol. And then mm. we work on that protocol, and then we retest after a certain period of time. It could be six weeks, eight weeks, depending, because when you – when you integrate new hormones into the cells and get the levels back up, it takes time. Mm. You know, it takes five to six weeks. Even if you're on therapy, it takes that long uh, for most, most people, but some people feel benefits earlier than others. So mm. as a quick example. Yeah. And I think too, uh, we were talking about um, that one of the comments that you had on your website and we discussed was that uh, men, uh, when men get to a point in life where they just can't find the answers, and that's obviously yeah. where you've been able to help help them. Um, so talk us through, you, you, you said that you went about figuring it out for yourself, um, and obviously now this is a key area that you're helping men with, um, but talk us through what the perspective of the men before they get to that point of that, that d denial and not having been able to share stuff with anyone or, or talk about it. Well, guys try to figure things out on their own, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's it's a, it's a natural re reflex. But and you know, same thing for me. But <clears throat> what you have to do is okay. You just got to find okay who do you go to. Mm. And so I did the natural thing. Went to my doctor. Well, he's like, yeah, you're just getting older. Get used to it. So I got that lecture with several different doctors. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, well that's not going to work. So then you that's when you have to kind of start finding who who can you talk to. To help you better understand what's going on, because the lack of energy, the excess belly fat, and unexplained things that are happening, uh, this is aging starting to speed up, and this also is going to lead to cardiovascular disease, and it leads to elevated blood pressure. It's going to lead to you know other inf inflammatory factors that the body is dealing with, but it can't control because of 
the, the lack of hormones, the lack of the proper nutrition. And so it, it affects their energy level. So then they start leaning to caffeine. They lean in on other stimulants. Uh, then they can't drink the alcohol like they used to and, you know, be <laughs> you know resilient the next day. I mean, I went through that. Yeah. Uh, and they're like, well, okay, they start cutting it back. And then it leads to ED, you know, erectile dysfunction. And so they're kind of getting denial about, well, what do you do for that? And that's, mm. you know, that's another thing that, that affects a guy because when you're young and everything's working, you know, you're always in a good mood. Things are, things are going great. But yeah. that's when they start seeking some help when they start having ED because, you know, it starts affecting themselves personally and then also, you know, their life at home. So, yeah. And are you finding, because we've I've had conversations with other people, that the erectile dysfunction is actually happening so much earlier now because of the lifestyle? Have you seen that? Yeah, it's, yeah, well, there's a lot of arguments on what's causing it. Uh, yeah. First and foremost, though, a lot of carbohydrate sugar is not good for your hormones. Okay? Yeah. Fats, fats are good for hormones, but fats get thrown on the bus because of cholesterol and other concerns which yeah. are now becoming more dispelled as well from additional research. Yeah. But fats are what hormones like, and then proteins is what, what they need. You only need carbohydrates for energy. So if you're eating a lot of sugary, carby foods and eating on the run and, and eating a lot of processed food, that's going to affect it. Plus also in the food system, especially in the United States, we have a lot of glyphosates because of the fertilizer. And oh. the glyphosates, are, I feel like, are mimicking estrogen. So the guys that have that issue, that's where they get the man boobs and other things because their estrogen levels are coming up and they're not able to use their testosterone. So they make less and less testosterone. And that's why we have that problem going on. Yeah. And, and talk us through, um, you mentioned to me and, um, that you have as part of your program, um, and I'd love to explore more of the program and how you go about that, but you also talked about that you've got um, a Facebook group um, and being a men-only Facebook group, it gives um, men the ability to have more of those conversations um, that they perhaps wouldn't normally have at the pub, for example, or around the bar, um, but they they then start to see that, you know, they're not the only one going through similar similar examples. So talk us through some of the experience of what you see uh, within your community. Well, so, you know, I don't have a technically a Facebook group. I'm getting ready to put one together, but for what, what I'm with the clients I'm working with. So what I'm talking about is I've, I'm, I'm involved with other Facebook groups ah. with guys that are looking at hormone issues. Mm. And there's just a lot of, unfortunately a lot of bad information going on in those so i'm in there trying to help out yeah okay but even when you're dealing with guys even though you're helping trying to help you get a lot of arguing goes on because some guy <laughs> feels differently or they read something else but there there's a lot of there's a lot of people struggling and yeah. so like guys will get in and say, i can't lose any body fat and then all the other guys jump in there and start telling hey, we just got to do this this and this you just got to be a calorie deficit well, you know, calorie deficit is one thing, but that doesn't necessarily help you lose body fat. It'll help you lose weight, but it's mm. not going to help you lose body fat because there's a big difference on that. Mm. So then I'll chime in a little bit. Oh, they'll be talking about their hormones and all the different issues, how they feel. Mm. They you know, say they started hormone therapy, but they're not feeling the right way. Mm. And there's a lot that you need to know and understand when you're doing that. Yeah. Uh, and also, you, you, you really need to exercise to get the hormones to get into the cells. It helps speed up that process and make it more effective. 
But if you just do hormone therapy and don't do anything and keep doing what you're doing, you're not going to get that much benefit from it. You're just replacing some some of the hormone you don't have, but it's not going to start. It's not going to magically solve your problems. And some people, some of the guys felt that that would happen. And no, there's more to it than that. So does that kind of give you an idea there? Yeah, very much so. Because I think you've you've also again touched on a key a key element there, which is, and don't we all do this? Don't we all look for the? And I'm going to call it a magic pill because I always remember, you know, in in the Matrix, it's you know, do you want the red pill or the blue blue pill? And we always want whichever one's going to give us the quickest result, but we don't actually have to do any work for it. But the old ultimately of, of what I hear when I have conversations like this is, yes, there is a thing. Um, something that will help make the difference but there's always work involved it's like uh, when I talk to my new speaker clients it's oh I'll just put some posts on on uh, on social media and it's like yeah but are you going to have conversations with your clients because that's where the real magic actually happens there's work to be done Um, so I think that's um, such a great thing to shine the light on is that yes there is um, things that can um, certainly assist you and obviously you have to have the right information and the right things to suit you, which is why coming back to the bloods um, becomes very, very important. But there is um, work that needs to be involved and I'm sitting here as I'm saying this, I've got my own voice in my head going, yeah, that's right, Sally, that includes exercise for yourself um, because yeah. I walk my dog and I think I do enough. But, you know, that, and that was why I was curious about the, the resistance training because... Yeah. I look at my own magic pill version I'm doing sort of most of the right sort of things I think but I'm still not feeling quite right the way I would like to which now for me with this conversation means there's some little bit more work that I need to do and I think if that, that if I can shine the light on that for me then that's probably the case uh, for lots of people and what I was hearing with the the guys they're all looking for the, the quick fix and somebody's got the and everybody else has always got the answer versus looking internally as to what's going on for us specifically um, mm. and then utilizing the right resources to get the bloods uh, go through the um, med- medical scenarios to get the right protocol for you and then yeah. and and then starting to do some work as it relates to resistance training so is that a common common thing if, uh, again that um, people avoid doing the the work part which in, for me listening to this is um, if you're doing all the right things with you know trying to get the right um, um, supplements and those sorts of things do people still try to skip doing the work of the fitness side of things as badly as i do (laughs) well it's a it's a decision that people are going to make now the people i work with um i'm already doing resistance training they just aren't doing it the way to get the results that Ah. they want so i don't have too much of that with the people that i'm working with currently yeah uh so the bigger thing for them is okay what what do I need to do to kind of, you know, maybe the guy wants a bigger chest, wants some bigger arms, yeah. uh, you know, also to improve when you improve your muscle tissue, your metabolism also speeds up. Yeah. And plus muscle is the fifth, the size of fat. So you're going to be looking leaner and tighter by yeah. having more muscle yeah. and it, it helps your posture. It helps your mobility. So there's yeah. a tremendous amount of benefits from it. It's just a matter of you have to find what works for your lifestyle and keep mm. it simple. So like training for me, you know, I'm a professional and I only train 45 minutes and I train very hard for 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. Most people can just do 30 minutes of some resistance training strategy and get a tremendous amount of benefits from it. 
because that's it's going to help you. I mean, because mm-hmm. it, it, your body breaks down, you do resistance training, and then it has to rebuild itself. So mm-hmm. it's always in the repair process. And if you fuel that with good nutrition, supplementation is needed, and then your hormones are optimized, you get really good results and mm-hmm. you feel good. So you take mm-hmm. back control of your life versus dealing with all the... And so this actually helps to slow down the aging process. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you're successful, maybe something you're interested in to slow it down to enjoy that success that you've, you've got yourself uh, done. <laughs> yeah. And I, th- I think that's uh, the key thing you've, you've actually said there is keeping it simple, bringing it into your lifestyle. Right. And did you, do you only do your hard 45 minutes of hard training a day, even as a bodybuilder? Is it, I, only is do, that- I only do five days a week. So wow. you, you, need, you need time off with the central yeah. nervous system adapt. And again, I train at a pretty high level, but yeah. that's all I need. But I also know what I'm doing and I know how my body responds because I'm mm. really in tune to it. Yeah. So you don't you don't need to train seven days a week and that kind of stuff. I mean, I have some guys that that's what they want to do, and I, I encourage them not to do that because mm. they're going to get better results and they get better recovery. Because yeah. you don't get recovery, it just doesn't matter what you're doing. You're you're not going to feel as good. No, no, and that and that that was that you, you came to the uh, area that I wanted is when when people do um, that. It's almost the extremeness of the fitness and all the rest of it, and their yeah. recovery feels so terrible. You're not inspired to continue to continue moving on because you're not you're actually not feeling good. Obviously, there's a, a period where that'll occur, but this is where the recovery and understanding your body and your nutrition and what's lacking it becomes so important that your recovery. You, a, you shouldn't be thrashing your body so much that it doesn't. It takes a long time to recover, but the recovery in itself becomes so important. So, what what does a reco- is there a, a, such a thing as a recovery regime? Is is there something that you do to help recovery be better, or is that something that you do beforehand by understanding the nutrition and what you should be doing for your body as far as exercise goes? Well, the first step with anybody I work with is I want to see what they've been doing. Okay, yeah. and then you want to put a I'll put a program together. So based on what they're currently doing, and start to boost it up a little bit, but not too much, and yeah. then see how they respond. Mm-hmm. You know, if you if you're going all out all the time, if I was training seven days a week, which I've done in the past, yeah, you get burnt out. You're still burnt out. You're like, oh my god. So you don't want to do that. You want to keep it fresh. Yeah, you keep it fresh by changing up what you're doing, so you don't have a certain expectation of how this workout is going to go. Uh, I've had to learn that over a long period of time as well. Yeah. So when it comes to the recovery part, sleep is critical. And so now I use what's called an aura ring, which is this little Mm -hmm. ring right here. And a lot of people are familiar with it. So what that does, it tells me how much deep sleep and REM sleep I'm getting per night. Mm -hmm. And I can tell if things are working because the heart rate comes down pretty good. Um, And then they're, they're, it's monitoring your sleep. So if I get good deep sleep and REM sleep, I feel really good. But mm. there's days when I don't get that because I may have overdone it and then I don't feel as good. So that just means I need to back off what I'm going to train that day if I'm going to be training or take it easier because I didn't get that recovery. Yeah. And this keeps, keeps your system from getting too overwhelmed uh, and allows you to, to keep, keep things at a higher level like you used to have them. Mm. Mm. 
Brilliant. And that's why, as you said, sleep becomes so important um, and uh, changing things up to, to suit the uh, amount of uh, correct or the, the right sleep hygiene that you've had and those sorts of things as it relates to your routine. Yeah, because sleep is when your hormones do the work. So if you start short-circuiting the sleep, your hormones don't get to do the work. That's going to, and when that, that, when that happens, like with people that have really stressful lives and don't get much sleep, that's mm. going to take a toll over their lifetime because their hormones, if you don't use them, they don't keep making as much. Mm. So that's another thing. These people, the younger people that stay up all night and then try to do their day on four or five hours sleep, that's yeah. when you start running into problems because the hormones can't do the repair process, the things they need to do for the brain. Mm. Uh, it's just a very uh, delicate system. So, and I figured that out too, because I used to do that. I mean, mm. who hasn't? Yeah. Uh, if I, <laughs> at this point, if I get eight hours of good sleep, I'm bulletproof the next day. I feel good. I don't have to worry about anything. Energy's good. That's how it works for me. Yeah. Yeah, very well said. So as we're coming towards the end, and as always, all great conversations come happen very, very quickly, tell the audience a little bit more about um, your, your missing keys checklist that they can get from your website so they can find out more uh, about how they can support themselves but also then how you can support them also. Yeah, so the missing key cheat sheet is just going to give you some understanding about how the over time the hormones start to decline and key factors you want to be looking for and then things you can do to start working on improving them naturally mm -hmm. uh, but it's also going to say you need to probably get some blood work done and um, you know unfortunately the blood work thing is still not where it needs to be and it's still a little bit expensive mm -hmm. but it's getting better and that's yeah. good news so, but you need to know what to ask for. And it's like this, if you go to ask a doctor to have a hormone panel done for you, they're not going to want to do it. Yeah. Now, people are like, well, why wouldn't they? They're not schooled in it for one. And even if they did do the test, they don't know what to tell you how to correct anything that's in there. Yeah. They don't know the protocols. So why would they want to even step into that? Because yeah. now you, they're not going to look knowledgeable in front of you. So, and I get that. So that's why at this point in time, you know, I, I got involved because, you know, guys, I can get blood work for people. And mm. then once we get that done and I have the medical teams that review it, I have people to understand what we're looking for. And then we start working on it and boom, now they yeah. now they get a better understanding of how to approach what's affecting them. Yeah. Terrific. And what you've explained there as far as the experience with the doctors was exactly mine. So I'm glad you went through that as well. Uh, are you able to help people with it as it relates to the blood works and support them for, uh, from anywhere around the globe or just um, in the US? Well, yeah, I, I've only worked with a couple of people out, out of the country, uh, mm -hmm. but it, it's not easy. So uh, I can give them a panel on what they can ask for. So yeah. if somebody, somebody's in another country and they have a doctor that's willing to look at what needs to get done, then I can help with that. Yeah. Uh, and each country is different on how uh, it does prescriptions and how it does supplements and things like that. So if, it, if you're in another country, I have to, I have to do a little digger when we're digging to find out the best way for, to help you. You know, here in the States, it's still a little messy. So, you know, cause some of the doctors, they want to argue about what the, what the protocol is because they don't agree even yeah. though they don't necessarily know what they're talking just, about. It's just, it's yeah. an ego kind of thing. So, yeah. you know, yeah. so that happens and you have to kind of buffer that. So, yeah. we, but I do that with the, the, the client explaining, you know, here's what's going to be happening. And you mm -hmm. can share it with your doctor. They may not agree, 
And some of them, the doctors want to know more. They're like, mm. okay, how are you doing all this? So it, it just depends on who yeah. you're working with. Yeah, yeah, terrific. So um, for those that are in Australia, um, from um, with the support there, I found it was um, the um, allied health uh, places so where there was uh, more than just doctors they had some of the other different uh, modalities in the clinical practices uh, and then they're much more willing to do because they're already doing some of these tests it's just a case of finding the right one mm, but yeah. I did have to go to a couple of different my normal doctor was not was exactly not helpful like you uh, said for, for the and when I challenged him on it a second time for, he explained that we're not trained in that we don't understand it therefore we can't can't do it so um okay. he was willing enough to have an honest conversation with me as to yeah. why why that's he, pretty good because some of them don't want to they're like just don't worry about it. you're just aging you you don't need you don't need that i mean it's yeah. just amazing what comes out of their mouth i'm like oh yeah absolutely so yeah no i wanted to really highlight <laughs> that because there is op options out there so it's been a good, fantastic conversation you can catch up with armin at eliteexecmethod.com which we've just got on um the uh, up on the screen for you so if you are um are a man over 40 or your or your man over 40 is um struggling with his health or physique then you could certainly find out more information from armin and mm -hmm. um, yeah. check out the uh, um, checklist and certainly look into the ways in which you can improve your health and your lifestyle um so you can get back to doing the things that you love and being energized and energetic whilst you're doing them Thank you so much uh, for sharing uh, so much with us today. Do you have any closing uh, comments, Armin? Uh, well, I would just say, you know, if you want to take back control of your health, you can do that with the technologies available. So don't just suffer. Yeah. Take take back control, but it'll be a process to learn what's going to work for you. But get with the right people to help you, and mm. also keep learning. There's a lot of good resources out there. So just, you know. To keep searching for it it's, it's getting better i can tell you that yeah brilliant um and that yeah the, the aura ring i'm uh, a little bit familiar with those and that comes into a technical technology or a tool that you can utilize that actually helps you understand what's happening in your own body as well as doing those research so thank you once again for sharing so much of your wisdom with us um it's been a pleasure mm -hmm. to to discover more and learn more. So thank you very much for joining us. And we will look forward to seeing you all on another episode of Success Secrets Exposed. See you next week. Thank you. All right. Bye. Pleasure to be here. Thank you. Thank you. That's it for this week's episode. Thank you so much for joining us. And I trust that you got some inspirational tips to move you forward. You can find this episode along with many more on your favorite streaming platform, such as iHeartRadio, Spotify, iTunes, and more. See you next Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time for more Success Secrets Exposed with Sally A. Curtis.